Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, just like Zach mentioned. Also, hit, the, hit us up and find the links to the show on our Twitter feed and our Instagram story. You can follow us there at A to Z Sports. You can't leave out TikTok because TikTok content will be fired up when training camp opens about eight days uh, from today. Uh, Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out and make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So Brian says he subscribed to us on YouTube. He came over uh, from Facebook. And I do have one question, Zach, real quick before we dive in to this bulletin board material that Mike Vrabel has now had now found. Uh, you mentioned after you landed in St. Louis, a slight car accident that you're in in a lift driver, right? Was it the lift driver's fault or was it somebody else's fault? Well, and it wasn't, it it wasn't even a slight, uh, a car accident. The one, the car I was in was undrivable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so it was not my lift driver's fault. We were on the interstate. I 70 had landed about 15 minutes prior to a place I'd never been, which was St. Louis. Quick story backtrack. Uh, one of my best friends from college passed away five years ago. So every single year, my college buddies get together, honor Porter, um, who's no longer with us, and we have a guys trip. This year, we also love Budweiser. So uh, we went and go the Budweiser tour, which is actually pretty pretty entertaining. But we, uh, we landed in St. Louis on Thursday morning. 15 minutes later, it's me and my friend. We're in the, the passenger seat of this car. We stop on the interstate because it's a slowdown area. We come to basically a complete stop because of a a wreck or something ahead. And about five seconds, maybe three seconds, just boom, get rear-ended on my side. And the reason why the car was undrivable was because the tire got smashed so much that it was, you couldn't, the back left tire could go anywhere. The woman who who ran into us is an idiot. I don't even think she had a bumper on prior to the wreck. <laughs> she sure as hell didn't have a bumper after the wreck. And then I had to go through lift services. I had pretty bad whiplash because I didn't know it was coming. So uh, that was my intro into St. Louis. I, it, it got progressively better, I will say I'm that, the I'm city sure. and the experience. But well, it was not the Lyft driver's fault that okay. I was riding. That's good because that would create other issues of follow up. I could imagine uh, that you do not want to have to take the time to deal with. Anyway, moving on to the Titans uh, because you did find something on CBS Sports uh, th- that led us to our conversation today. Five teams that will take a step back during the 2022 NFL season. So this is done by CBSSports.com's NFL writer Tyler Sullivan. And so he lists his five teams most likely to take a step back in uh, the, this upcoming season. And he goes from five to one. Five of the Bears. I, I don't really know how the Bears can get worse uh, than where they were last year. I guess they could earn the number one overall pick. But they were bad, and they're expected to be bad 
Again, number four, the Seattle Seahawks. That makes sense. You trade away Russell Wilson, uh, and then he goes to the Denver Broncos and Drew Locke. You know, as I predicted, coming out of Missouri, not a very good NFL quarterback. Number three on this list is the Cleveland Browns. That also makes sense. They missed on the playoffs a year ago. Baker Mayfield had an injured shoulder and a and a bad play down the stretch. They missed the playoffs. They go uh, sign to Sean Watson. That whole situation. Baker is now Carolina Panther, so I could see how he expects the Browns to take a step back. Number two, interesting, the Kansas City Chiefs. They obviously trade away Tyreek Hill. They lose out on Tyran Matthew. There's other movement there with the Chiefs, but taking a step back from going to the AFC Championship game is you know foreseeable, right? And then number one, the Tennessee Titans are the most likely team to take a step back in 2022, according to Tyler Sullivan of CBS Sports. He goes through, they were the one seed last year. It's hard to see a scenario that that comes back into fruition again. In fact, Tennessee isn't even the favorite to win the AFC South this year after the Colts were able to trade for Matt Ryan. that We talked about with Ben MGM. Ben MGM has the Titans at second favorite odds for the AFC South. So it, the, the last paragraph, as we all know, who watch the Titans and follow the Titans every day, we all know the middle paragraph stuff. Ultimately, it would be surprising, it wouldn't be surprising to see that downward trajectory for Tannehill continue and with the AFC getting stronger over the offseason. Tennessee could very well go from being the number one seed to missing out on the postseason party in 2022. That's from Tyler Sullivan of CBS. Zach, your initial reaction to uh, what you heard there or saw there from Tyler Sullivan. Well, as you mentioned, all of the teams prior on that list make a lot of sense, and so do the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they do. They're the number one seed in the AFC. That was just a surprise, and towards the end of the season, it really was because the Bengals were able to beat Kansas City in Cincinnati the second to last week of the season, which helped the Titans have the ability to beat the Texans to get that number one seed. Now, they didn't yeah. do much with it, but it was a surprise to, I think, the rest of the league to blink once that bracket got finalized before the C or before the uh, end of the regular season and to see the Tennessee Titans as the number one seed. It wasn't a surprise that the Green Bay Packers were a number one seed. We were kind of used to that. But unfortunately, they didn't take what they earned and run with it. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, and we all know why and how that happened. It's not surprising on national outlets now looking at the Titans heading into this year and saying, well, last year we were surprised they reached this point. There's no way they're going to be able to reach it again. And it is. It's going to be tough for them to reach that point again. Sure. But I think we also have to understand what the expectations are and what the comparison is and what they were unable to achieve. Well, and also what they went through last year to be able to get that one seed, right? Like I didn't think that they were going to get the one seed, uh, you know, midway through November. I thought it was just too tough. Some things fell into their lap, right? Like the Lamar Jackson, the Ravens all got hurt and they couldn't win another game after Lamar went out. Then the Bengals beat the Chiefs in Cincinnati to give the Titans the roadmap to go win out and win that one seed. The Titans were the most injured football team in NFL history with the amount of players they played 
in games on Sundays, on Mondays, on Thursdays uh, throughout that season, but they were able to get it done and find a way. And so I think if I, I feel like I know Mike Vrabel pretty well, and Mike Vrabel doesn't listen to a lot of the BS that we in the media talk about, but he's also aware of things. I know he's got a little bit of an ear to the door to figure out what the what the conversation is and what the temperature is about his football team going into the year. He's not going to admit it, but I know he does. He's watched our shows in the past before. Periscope shows that. But I also think he, he will take something like this and put it up on the board and saying, Nobody's expecting you guys to, to, to do it again. And the important part of this paragraph from Tyler Sullivan is Tennessee could very well go from being the number one seed in 21 to missing out on the potion and party in 2022. So that's just not living up to what they were a year ago. That's completely bottoming out and missing out on the playoffs for the first time in four years. Well, Austin, here's the interesting part. The Titans' most successful season under Mike Vrabel was when they went to the AFC Championship game as they kind of backdoored their way into the playoffs, right? Like, they they didn't have a stranglehold on their situation. And what did Mike Vrabel tell us, uh, us being the public, the, of what they had to do? They had to set themselves up to be better yeah. for a postseason run. Home field advantage, buys. So what did he do? A couple of years later, they were able to achieve that. They didn't get as good of a result as they did when they were using the underdog card. That's the unique situation. We all know it's easier to just win two games and get to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the recipe. But the recipe they were primed for didn't work this past season. Yeah. doesn't mean you can't continue to strive for it. But don't you feel that this is a weird team with a non-elite quarterback, they're set up different to run the ball and play good defense, and they usually do better, especially with Mike Vrabel and his player personality, getting the most out of his team as the underdog. Yep, yep. But it's ass backwards. That's not the best recipe to win a Super Bowl. Well, and, and we all remember the stretch they went on last year where they beat the Bills, beat the Chiefs, beat the Colts, and beat the Rams, and I believe they were the underdogs in all four of those games in a row and swept through it and didn't have Derrick Henry for the second half of it. So what's right? I, I think what's right is that for this team. This team will always the – the Titans will always be an underdog when you're looking at the big picture, right? Like – National media doesn't care. The Titans don't move the national media. I think, I think national website outlets are start have picked up on the fact that Titans fans are passionate and reactive. Reactive, and so you can be Jeff Schwartz and enrage Titans fans on social media just to get your clicks up or your engagement up. And I think uh, people have figured that out. I think Brian Baldinger and some others and. And uh, not Dinah Rossini because she covers a team, but Mina Kimes, who is a quote unquote fan of the Titans and appreciates what the Titans do, can lean into the fact that they can use the Titans' passionate fan base to their benefit with their content. And so I, the Titans are always going to be doubted. And for the fact is that they've won the AFC South the last two seasons, they were the favorite going into last year. They were not the favorite going into it the year before 
coming off of the AFC Championship because the, the Colts just got Phillip Rivers. Ooh, yeah, Phillip Rivers. And that didn't work out, right? And so I think the Titans can use this to their advantage that people are truly expecting them to flop this season. They think the Titans hit their max. They think they used all their energy last season to get to where they got to, and they, they puttered out in the divisional round with home field advantage, and that that's as good as they're going to get. And so I think this is a good thing for the Titans overall. Good to be the underdog or good to be the favorite? Good to be the underdog for the Titans. So I think that's right. I just don't know if that's the recipe. So MB brings up on YouTube, this is a team that needs to be on the road in the playoffs. This is why they lose to bad teams and beat good teams. Does that make any sense? It, it actually does. I, I, but it doesn't. It does, I, but it I, doesn't. I feel like the Titans had a little bit of tight butthole syndrome when it comes to the Ravens game in the playoffs two years ago and then this past year with the Bengals home playoff game. Right? Like they play so much looser when they're in New England and nobody cares that they're there. Everybody expects you know, the, the Ravens uh, three playoffs ago in Baltimore, like an eight and a half point favorite in the division around the playoffs. The Titans boat raced them. Right. But the last two years that they've won the AFC South and hosted playoff games, the Titans have been the favorite. And, they have been and what's happened? To win and because what's happened? they should have won, right? But they got they got tight and they made mistakes because of it. They didn't play loose, free. They got tight and they messed Whose up. Whose fault is that? Is that the coach's fault? And part of it, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we, this is the uh, this is I think and all right. I'm going to ask an even tougher question before we ask our main question, Austin. Okay, is how the Titans are constructed correct i mean that i do you want me to how much time do you want me to spend on this enough to answer the question <clears throat> i think it i think it's an interesting strategy um is it correct in your opinion i don't think it's incorrect i, I so well, you well, think it's correct uh, yeah, I think I would think it's mostly correct. I don't think it's as black and white as correct or incorrect. I mean, I think there's there's recipes, right? But I, but I think a lot of but theirs league... doesn't work. They're better when they're underdogs on the road in the playoffs, playing three games instead of home field advantage playing two games. So what what what's your philosophy though? Like what do you I think? Well, I I personally think the way that they're constructed, right? Yeah, like what, right now is incorrect. Which is run first, play good defense. Is that what you? Okay. Yeah, and have the underdog mentality. They need to play in front. They need to play ahead. The The Kansas well, City Chiefs, that, no, no, no. Here's the, the Kansas City Chiefs are constructed correctly, right? They've got an elite quarterback, and they're really good at home. They can score a lot of points, and they can play good defense. They've got a good head coach, offensive-minded. Like, you want to strip everything around. That really, and what does the, how does the Los Angeles Rams, how are they constructed? Same way. No, and that's, that's how, the how, same. Time, one more, one more. How are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of two thing. years ago constructed? Same thing. This year it's so different. Though. Why I'm saying is you are incorrect 
by saying that the Titans are correctly constructed. Uh, again, I don't think it's black and white like that. Like, yes, the NFL is a copycat league, and you see that happen. That's why all of Sean McVay's assistants have gotten jobs. That's why Mike Shanahan has a massively big, wide coaching tree. Like, that's how it works. But the Titans have, interestingly enough, done the opposite of the trend. And I don't think it's the wrong thing. It's just different. It's the fact that they have a defensive-minded head coach. They have a run-first offense, and they play and focus on the defensive front and still getting after the quarterback, which most teams do in general. But they decided to keep their front seven together this offseason instead of do everything they possibly thought they could have to continue to keep A.J. Brown together or move on from Tannehill or whatever. That they feel like their recipe can work because they are zagging when everybody else is zigging. And it's not like stupid. It's risky. It's bold, but I kind of like it. It makes but history them shows that it's wrong. I mean, you can all, like it all you want, but then you're going to like losing. Look, cold blooded, right, but, but again, the like, results. Look, it's a results based league. Nobody gives a damn, right? Like I, yeah, you, I you win or I, you lose, I, I and they've been losing the way that they've been playing because they haven't been able to find a quarterback. So they again, they constructed this team with Marcus Mariota in mind, and then Tannehill was able to elevate it. And so I, we're going really deep into the thought process on this, but they constructed it by knowing the limitations of Marcus Mariota. And then Tannehill helped it. And so now it's trying to figure out what is life like with and after Tannehill. Because it's easier for, for the Chiefs to do what they're doing because they drafted and believed and found Patrick Mahomes. It's easier that the, that the Bucks did what they did because they got to sign free agent Tom Brady that is just... The Rams actively traded and, the and Rams, got somebody and, in return. The so there's Rams three different are, circumstances. Here's the circumstance for the Rams. The Rams have the second richest owner in the NFL when it comes to cash so that they have the ability to play the game differently because they can go cash over cap and do crazy things like pay everybody all the money and then include the contract for Matt Stafford. Like there's not, it's not just like a, the Rams traded for a quarterback because they had to get one to go over the top. They were able to do that because Stan Kroenke can literally pay Matt Stafford $60 million in cash out of his bank account. Like, not every team can do that. The richest owner in the league is David Tepper in Carolina. And the only reason why he's not doing that is because he just took the team over like four or five years ago, and there's a lot of other mess that he's got to clean up before he can go do Stan Kroenke moves. So there's there's a backstory and a reason for everything. The Titans are in a situation where they don't have the cash like that, and so they have to be able to be specifically smart and efficient with how they do use their money. And... See what happens after Tannehill, right? But Austin, before you said all that, which I don't disagree with, we you talked about three different teams that won three different Super Bowls doing it three different ways. You don't have to be Stan Kroenke. That worked but last them, year. But Tom but Brady was Tom Brady was Haley's Comet, right? Like, when is Tom Brady, when is a Tom Brady player in the NFL at quarterback going to become a free agent again? Well, the Titans closed the doors on Tom Brady that year. Correct yes. or incorrect? That is correct. So, so they weren't a, they were not open to catching Haley's comment. That that wasn't that, whose sure. fault was that? Sure, no, I, I get you. But you did see, and Bobby brings up. I'm sorry, no, uh, Omar brings up Nick Foles. Like the Titans have to play the Eagles' recipe 
of winning a Super Bowl. And that we all have, have said, Flacco and Foles are anomalies. Well, they so just, is Tom Brady in the Bucks. Uh, that's less. Well, Tom Brady in himself. That's, is. The, that's the point. Tom Brady in himself is, but so free agents got, moving. If Russell Wilson wins a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos, there's another way of winning a Super Bowl, right? Like, th- so look, I, I do think you and Damon are are together on this and saying that say? the Titans constructed correctly considering their circumstance. But my point is they've reached a tipping point because last year the construction was built the best possible way that it could and it didn't get the result, right? I, I don't disagree. So what did they do? They they started to renovate. This house this year, this Titans house, looks much different than it did. I know you started the show with their, it looks similar, but they don't. Their well, offense I, I is focusing like, more on Tannehill as the similar face that we're But Tannehill's with. weapons are different, right? Yeah. And that, and honestly, playoff game, you know, A.J. Brown showed up. He ain't there. Julio Jones did not. He ain't there, right? They didn't have a tight end who could catch the football. Now, maybe that they do. So that's why I I ask all of this, and we we have gotten off topic, I think for good reason, is because the premise of what we're saying is take a step back. The Titans were at the top of the mountain heading into the tournament, and that recipe didn't work. Right. And so I, I have an opinion on Tyler Sullivan of CBS saying the Titans are the most likely team to take a step back in the NFL. We'll get into that here in a second, but let's get the chat more involved this morning. Will the Titans go forward, backward, or stay the same this upcoming year? Will the Titans go forward, backward, or stay the same in 2022? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. Better coverage, better rates, better service. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. You can go online, you get a quick health assessment. Then they quote you that quote for me was a lot less than 20% less per month than my previous health plan. I'm very glad that I switched again. I received better coverage at a better rate with better service. Visit them online today or give them a call. FBHP.com slash a T O Z. Also, don't forget BetMGM. You should download the app, and this is actually for existing users. So the existing users who have already used one of our promo codes, like A to Z Sports, we get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Existing users, you can use Refer a Friend and get the bonuses that come with it because when you invite a friend via the Refer a Friend invitation at BetMGM, you get a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up, up to 20 friends. And it's up to $1,000 in bonuses through the refer a friend situation and invitation with BetMGM. Take advantage of that. That's great. Heading into football season, just start sending those invites out to all your buddies and say, hey, sign up, sign up, because they also get $50 in bonus too when they accept your invitation. So everybody wins. They get 50. You get 50 per person who signs up. It's a great opportunity to jump on the BetMGM train. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Rewards issued with knowledgeable free bets. Like credit free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, we're asking the question, will the Titans go forward, backwards, or stay the same? I'll send you to the chat. 
So Stephen brings up stay the same. That's kind of our first of many. Okay. Um, same from Will Dodson. Zach says backwards. Uh, forward from Mark Jones. Uh, Sheila says I'll go back to the fact that that when uh, that win has a running team won a Super Bowl in the last twenty years. So when has a running football team won a Super Bowl in the last twenty years? I think we've established this to be. Well, 1998. No, that's the last time a running back carried a team to a Super Bowl. The last time a running team won the Super Bowl, you could say the Ravens uh, in 2001 with Jamal Lewis. Um, when that was really the defense, though, they were still a running football team. But Terrell Davis is the last running back to carry a team to a Super Bowl. Right. Well, I think that brought up from our previous uh, conversation. Uh, backwards, forward, or the same. Michael says backwards. Uh, we'll still make the playoffs even in a loaded AFC. And Deborah says backwards, but just a baby step. Now, is that baby step enough to keep them out of the playoffs? Because like we said, it, a lot of people believe it's AFC oh. South or bust. Right. Now, I, I want to get to my opinion on Tyler Sullivan's uh, article here. Look, like I think it's the easiest thing in the NFL to say the Titans will take a step back this season. Like that's like, there's zero limb you were stepping out on that. It's the, it's, they were the number, the number one seed in a year of attrition in the AFC where a 12 and five record got that one spot. Right. And the Titans did it with a lot of attrition with their 91 guys who played in the game. So it's not like he's saying anything that's surprising because a step back for the Titans technically is 11 and six and not being the one seed. A step back for the Titans uh, could be a 12-5 and five record and still just not the one seed. So it's not like he's saying anything controversial. It's pretty easy to say that. And I, I'm not saying Tyler Sullivan is trying to hot take this list or anything. I think his list makes sense. No, he's just making, he's actually picking with logic. Right. Yeah. Right. But again, like, I don't want it to be taken like, oh my gosh, this is some incredibly bold prediction. I think the chiefs is a bold prediction, but again, the AFC West is going to be so much more competitive this year than it was last year. And it was really competitive last year. And the chiefs lost one of their best players in Tyreek Hill. And we know what kind of sure. game changer him and Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Yeah, so it's a very logical list. And so, but taking a step, like there's so much room to go backwards. Like there's not a ton of room to go forward for the Titans. There is room though. There, oh, there's, there is room. They, obviously they did not win the Super Bowl. So there's room to go forward, but they, well, there there's, is, there's room to go forward in a couple of different ways, right? With season record seating is going to be tough because of number one, but you know, end of year result is the ability to go forward, right? So, I, you know, I think there's room to to go forward. Obviously, you can easily go back as you reference. But like, you know, we, you and I had conversations pre-show about like, what is what is this? How would you categorize? How would you categorize uh, a eleven and six record or ten and seven record? You win the division, you're the three or four seed, and you win the wild card game, but you lose in the divisional round, right? Like, you still lose in the divisional round. You won a playoff game but you weren't the one seed and you won your division. Is that forward backwards or is that the same? Cause you still so won a playoff it, game. It's a great question. And I honestly will take it even step further is, and this is going to be hard, but I'm going to tell you this. 
You don't want to be Jeff Fisher, right? You don't want to be eight and eight. You don't want to kind of know what Ryan Tannehill is. You need to know. Is he going to be your guy moving forward, or are you going to get rid of him in the offseason after this season and try to figure out what you have in Malik Willis or go trade for somebody else? You don't want the scenario that you just said, which is make the playoffs, win a playoff game, lose in the divisional round, and blink your eyes and you're in the same spot, right? You don't want that. I do think winning a playoff game, though, is, it is more? more positive than losing one last year, right? Yes, because you have not won a playoff post-COVID. <laughs> a playoff game post-COVID. Which is true. So You've been is, favored in two and lost both of them. Is winning a playoff game moving forward? I think on the roster with Tannehill, no. But I think looking but at the season, with the yes. Chain, with the chain, yes. It's... Because that's what we're talking about from season to season. Because he's comparing, he's comparing going backward to what they were last season. So winning a wild card round playoff game, but then losing on the road or wherever in the divisional round is has the Titans exiting at the same time as last year. Well, and look, some of the chat, Eric says backwards, Lee says backwards, Scott says forward, Titan Fox says forward. Every year, the past four years with Vrabel, it's gotten better and better. But I mean, from the regular season record, yeah, nine and uh, what nine and seven, nine and seven playoffs, eleven and five, twelve and five. Yeah, that has happened. Right. Well, usually you're always going to connect. You're always going to catch unique situations, right? So the Packers lose in the first round to the 49ers in a crazy snow game. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like, that wasn't supposed to happen. And then what do you know? You know, Godwin gets hurt. The Bucs aren't on a full strength. They don't play very well. Antonio Brown quits. Like, and then that's just in the NFC. The AFC, as you referenced, the Chiefs started like three and four. That doesn't happen. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens lost all their players to injury. So, like, unique things happen. The problem was the Bengals took advantage of all of those. The Titans did not. So, Austin, I'll ask you the question. Do you believe that they will move forward, backwards, or stay the same? Well, because what's stay the same? We've tried to define forward and backwards. Staying the same is like, what, 12 wins in the regular season? I think staying the same is getting to the playoffs and losing in the uh, their first playoff game. Okay. It's, it's, it's a weird. I think the Titans are going to win a playoff game this year. So wouldn't you say that's more of a success than losing a playoff game? Yes. I think their record is going to be, they're going to have less than 12 wins this upcoming season, but I think they're going to win a playoff game. So I, I saw, so I'm kind of, I'm expecting a slight back slide, but it's not even a backslide. It's just a coin toss of a couple games that don't go their way, but they are able to win the division. I, I think they're going to win the division this year. I still feel that way, but at like 11 and six or 10 and seven, but I do think they will win a playoff game, which will be at home because they're winning the. So, how do you describe my scenario? Forward? You're on the fence. I'm waiting for you to answer the question. I'm not on the fence. I've answered what my is question. It? I'm asking you. No, I'm, how, no, I asked you the question. You answer the question. Then I, then I guess if we earlier defined a playoff win as forward, then I guess I'm going to say forward. I think they're going to win the division with 
10 or 11 wins and win a playoff game. So that and that is that's that is forward. Yes. My gut is that they're going to stay the same and they're going to lose their first playoff game. Okay. Or miss the playoffs, but that would be moving backwards. So right. I think if you're going more forward, I'm going more backward, but look, I think the biggest coin toss of the season is going to be Colts or Titans. Like, if you could say in the NFL, between two teams that are probably as even in the same division without any other competition, like, you're not talking about the AFC West, which, look, all four teams could win that division, right? I mean, I, if, I, if I told you the Los Angeles Chargers and Herbert had an unbelievable season with Khalil Mack, I, you, would, you would say, okay, that makes sense. Or Russell Wilson came in there and won that division. But with the Titans in the AFC South, and I would even spread it because the Bucs and the rest of the NFC NFC South, there is a gap, right? No two teams are more even within their division than I think the Titans and the Colts. It is a coin flip. And it that coin's going to be flipped before week eight. So I, but I think that, I'd have to go more with the Titans than the Colts based on experience and what we know and defense. I, I yeah, do value and, that defense. And that's and that's the one thing that we have not mentioned much this morning. And I saw Marco, defense, defense, defense is key, right? That's the catalyst. The Because the Colts, yes, uh, Matt, the Colts lost their defensive coordinator. Matt Eberflus is now the head coach of the Bears. <clears throat> and so Matt Ryan struggles when he is under pressure up from up the middle. That's where the Titans are really good at it, right? They play, they do good stunts. Jeffrey Simmons is a freak. We all know that. And the Colts, while Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly are good pass or good run blockers in at that offensive line in the interior their struggles are on pass protection. And so the Titans can use that to their benefit. That's how the Titans won in Indy on Halloween, right? Derrick Henry breaks his foot, not very effective. AJ has a big game, but you saw Bud Dupree pressure on Wentz, throws Elijah Mold in a pick six on the goal line. Then in overtime, that was a KB, wild game. yeah, it was a wild game, but you had a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz. The reason why the sack numbers weren't big on Wentz the first time they played in Nashville was because Carson Wentz was getting rid of the ball so damn fast because he had two sprained ankles and he didn't want to get touched. And so the Titans were getting pressure. It just didn't result in sacks in the box score. So I think the defense is the biggest part of the AFC South. The Titans defense can win them the AFC South. So last question before we move forward to, to more of a league-wide question on who's got next. If either of our situations happen, they either stay the same or move forward. I said stay the same. You said move forward. Is that a good thing for the franchise? Is that a good thing for Ryan Tannehill and his relationship with the franchise? Because right. that was the biggest difference. It's bigger than that, right? So we've predicted our scenarios. Is that a good or a bad thing? I think it doesn't matter because okay. Malik Willis can either show positive progression or not with the result of this season being a forward or stay the same. Like it's all up to Malik Willis. Can Malik Willis catch up and get up to speed where they can 
feel comfortable about him moving forward after this year or not. You want the Titans to either go forward or stay the same. You want them to go forward. You should want them to go forward. It's only good for the franchise to keep winning. But it doesn't matter because Malik Willis doesn't play into that, I don't think. I don't expect that to happen. I don't expect Malik Willis to have any type of impact on the season, on the field. Yeah, and well, and all of that is up to injury, right? Which is the out of everybody's control. That's the curveball. Yeah, for sure. I I I would agree. It is the pressure that Malik Willis does or does not put on based on his performance. That's not over the no moving forward. Yeah, right. Because if he learns and does everything that you said, there will be more pressure going into next season because that would been then be a Brian Tannehill contract year. But again, I don't think Malik Willis will add any pressure to Ryan Tanhill this season, which is what you were asking me. Unless injury happens. Well, yes. Or, but, or the season goes disastrous, which I don't think we Yeah. Expect. All right. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. We have an interesting question, too, uh, to follow all that up. So the AFC has changed a lot. Who is a non-playoff AFC team from a year ago that we think is a lock? to make the playoffs this season. So a team that missed out last year that we think is a bona fide lock to make the playoffs this year. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about Bone & Joint Institute. The Bone & Joint Institute in Franklin, it's a great place. You have to go check them out. If you get hurt, that's where you got to go. They will help you accelerate your health, get back to recovery and feeling good like they've done with me and my plantar fasciitis. I've been telling you guys, whenever you get hurt, go see them for three years almost. Uh, and you say, trust me, do it because they have specialists, over 12 doctors there at their Franklin facility who specialize in any type of joint injury that you could possibly think of or have when it comes to sports or just regular life. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It's the sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app right here, right today. You see that promo code right there on the screen. This is a great thing. If you refer a friend and th- that – uh, friend invitation it gives you a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM up to 20 friends so hey tell your friends about it uh, that's up to a thousand dollars in bonuses with the friends that you refer you can use that promo code ATOZ sports right there on the screen ATOZ sports and they'll hook you up right there BetMGM download the app today all right so what AFC non-playoff team from last year, will is a lock to make it this year. So I, I, I kind of narrowed it. There are six teams that we can talk about here. The Colts, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Dolphins, and the Browns. So this has eliminated all the teams who made the playoffs last year, and then the Jets, the Jags, and the Texans. They're not going to do this. So those six teams, and Zach, I'll send you the chat, which team is a lock to make the playoffs this year the colts ravens chargers broncos dolphins browns what's everybody saying zach says ravens Jarrell says chargers so does donald and so does guy jabu says the raiders another chargers vote from nav 454 jonathan says broncos chargers from steven charges from sawyer uh let's see uh yinzi says Broncos, Roy's going with Chargers, got to go with Denver, Chargers mm-hmm. from Christine, Ravens from Jonathan, 
Um, Chargers there from Ryan. Because I think the two most popular answers have been two AFC West teams. Right, and that's interesting. Michael says Broncos, Ravens, and in all seriousness, I think the Jags have a better chance to give than most. Now, we did not put the Jags on this list just because they were the worst team in the NFL last year, right? Yep. I think that I agree with with Michael. I, I think that the Jags are going to take a step forward, and I also will predict that they will beat either the Titans or the Colts this season. Now, the Probably Colts the thing, Colts I, and Jacksonville. Right, but I know that's a unique thing. But um, Eddie says Bolts. Broncos coming in, a couple more Broncos. So majority is yeah. Broncos and Chargers. I'm going to go a different way. I am too. I don't think I'm going to go the way that you are going to go because based on your history and me knowing you about this football team, I don't think you're, we're going to pick the same team. I am going to say the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. The Steelers are not going to be as good. The Browns, they have so much question marks on what the NFL is going to do with Deshaun Watson. And I think the likeliness of the Bengals taking a step back instead of staying the same at their pace of what they did last year, I think the Bengals are going to be good. But I just think, kind of like the Titans with all of the injuries, they were able to reign supreme because of their lackluster division, right? The Ravens were unable to do that down the stretch because their division got better. I mean, look at who made the playoffs. The Steelers and the Bengals both made the playoffs last year. I think the Ravens, I like the way that they're constructed. I like what some of the things they've done in the offseason. They're going to be much more healthy. I don't like the Ravens by any means. I could care less about Purple or Baltimore. But I do think Lamar Jackson's got a chip on his shoulder moving into this year because of the injuries that happen. I'm going Baltimore. So, Zach, I agree. And um, the Ravens were exactly where I was going to go because wow, the, you're not a Lamar guy. I, I'm no, I'm not. But like everything you said about the Browns, everything you said about uh, the Steelers, I agree with. But when you look at where the where these teams, the the Ravens were eight and three at the end of November, like right after Thanksgiving, eight and three. That's wild. Yeah, then you lose what happened? Quarterback, it makes more sense. Yeah, th- everybody got hurt, right? Like Lamar got it. They lost their last six games, and so basically, the Titans and the Ravens were sitting there at one and two in the AFC, and the Titans had their quarterback stay healthy. The Ravens didn't, and so if Tannehill got hurt after Thanksgiving, uh, probably the same happen. thing would have happened to the Titans. Yeah, but I. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to get hurt like that again. Like you rarely have like the two years in a row where that type of injury happens. I I honestly feel like the Ravens are going to make the playoffs this year. One, probably just because they're pissed off enough. Yeah. That's why I say chip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Browns are going to be a a circus and the Steelers just have, and the, the hard thing about saying the Ravens, is that you're betting on the Steelers to do something that they haven't really done in a long time, which is just be flat out bad. The Steelers are never flat out bad. No, they're not. They make the playoffs every year or they just miss them. Yeah. And so why I don't say the Broncos or the, because what the question is lock, who is a lock to make the playoffs? 
I think it's the Ravens because of their division. Yeah. I, you cannot say the the Broncos and the Chargers are locks to make the playoffs. Because then what do you think about the Chiefs? What do you think about the Raiders? Who have the Raiders have gotten better. The Chiefs have Mahomes. You can say they might have gotten worse. So you're gonna say all four of those teams? Some people are thinking that three out of the four are playoff teams. Well, their answers here. Yeah, the the word lock scared me away from the AF AFC West completely. Yep. yep and same. the word lock also deterred me from saying the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Because I don't believe in Tua Tungavailoa. Right. I, and I, they also had two teams in the playoffs last year with the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah. Well, and I think that the Dolphins have a better opportunity to be better than the Patriots. I, I think that's probably going to happen. But I don't know if second in the AFC East is going to be a lock for the playoffs. I think second in the a second or first, because I think the Ravens can win their division, right? Yeah. I don't think that the Dolphins can win their division, and I don't know who's going to win the division in the AFC West. Yeah, so I'm not going to lock with anybody in the West. It's it like I actually had the Ben MGM odds up. Let's see if I still can pull that up for the division. Um, AFC West, uh, where'd it go? Because the AFC West is just going to be insane. AFC West, the Raiders have the longest odds at plus 650. But the Chiefs are plus 155. Chargers plus 230. Broncos plus 260. Like, they're all, like, three teams are pretty close to one another. So, I'm, I'm not touching the, the AFC West with any type of lock. Makes no sense. And Ken brings out, that Lamar Jackson, this is a contract year for him. And if that's the case. Well, and and that's, that's a different story. Like Lamar Jackson, who does not have an agent. What's going to happen with that contract? Is he going to do something before the season begins? Because I mean, we're he about has not. Well, so this is his year. He's making the most amount of money that he's made. This is what year for? This is his fifth year this option. This is the fifth year option. Yeah, yeah, because he's the same Baker class. $23 million. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are the only guys in that class on their same team. Out of all five of the quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round? Yeah. Baker has moved. Sam, Sam Darnold's moved. Darnold. And Josh uh, Rosen is just taking coffee trips all over the place. He never moved in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just been doing Airbnbs around the NFL. It, but I think it's interesting. I think it's very interesting there. So we both go Ravens. That As soon as I formed this question this morning, Ravens was my answer. Like, I knew, boom, easy, Ravens. Not the Colts, not the AFC West, not the Dolphins, and sure, not the Browns with all the stuff they've got going on. If I were to pick an AFC West team, it would be the Denver Broncos. It, it's I trust Russell Wilson. I just trust that guy. I, I think he he figures out a way to first to year better coach. his team. First year coach, yeah. But I'd rather have Russell Wilson and a first year career coach. That's not a bad recipe. Because let's also think about this too. Because somebody commented, I forget who it was. So apologies. The Ravens are playing a third place schedule, or maybe a last place schedule. Let me check. 
The Browns were the Browns the worst team in the North last year. No, the Ravens are playing a last place schedule. The Browns t- they both finished at eight nine, uh, but it looks like ESPN.com has the Ravens as fifth or fourth in the in the division. Yeah, they had a, they had tiebreakers had the Ravens last. So you you've got both the Ravens and the Broncos playing fourth place schedules. Yeah, yeah, I think that's those are the smart picks. But, I mean, Drew's also not wrong either. The Chargers defense is going to be really exciting. Oh, yeah. I have this weird – I'm a char- I'm not a Chargers fan, but I watch the Chargers. I've watched the Chargers through Phillip Rivers' career, and I watched a lot of Chargers games last year. Uh, so <laughs> – I just saw this stat. Uh, the Raiders had a point differential of minus 65 last year. And the Chiefs were plus 116. The Chargers and Broncos, who both missed the playoffs, had a positive point differential, and the Raiders did not, but they made the playoffs. Just just weird season for the Raiders all around. It's crazy. All right, let's do this. Let's wrap up this Monday with a would-you-rather scenario uh, that Zach has concocted uh, in the pre-show. So let's do that, but first tell everybody, about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, right there at the bottom of the screen or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Palisade, third row seating, it's a full-size SUV. The Sonata, which is a four-door sedan. They've got the Elantra, the Santa Fe, the Tucson, your perfect make and model, also including the Ionic, which is a battery-powered vehicle, so no more fuel. You don't have to go to the gas pump you just plug in you can order an ionic and at least check it out and test drive one wilsoncountyhyundai.com Payne bone and his team will help you out put you together a great deal and put you in your perfect make and model quick trip down i-40 exit 236 that's wilsoncountyhyundai.com the bet mgm refer a friend promo is going on and you can take advantage of it right before football season honestly this is perfect time to do this. So refer a friend how it works. You log into your BetMGM account for existing users. If you haven't signed up yet, code ATOZ Sports, risk free bet up to $1,000 there with code ATOZ Sports. Refer a friend invitation. You send that thing out to up to 20 friends, and you're going to get $50 bonus for every friend that signs up with BetMGM. <clears throat> so that's up to a thousand bucks in bonuses right before football season for you. That sounds like a guaranteed winner right there with bet MGM refer a friend invitation uh, right there. So Zach, let's get this thing going with the, would you rather Monday that you had today? All right. We're heading to the bathroom. Oh, great. For today's would you rather, would you rather only be able to take baths or only be able to use hotel toilet paper? Now, This is unique, right? Because only being able to take baths may sound good, but I also think it has a drawback. Nothing about hotel toilet paper uh, sounds good, but there's a sacrifice here. So only be able to take baths, which I think impacts time, or only be able to use toilet paper, or excuse me, hotel toilet paper. This is tough because no, baths the easiest, the easiest one you've ever given me. Why? Baths are gross. You're sitting in your own filth. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I thought you were going a different direction. No, baths are disgusting. Like I understand like the relaxation p- aspect of a bubble bath with aromas and all that other BS, 
but baths are disgusting, guys. Like, hotel toilet paper, just keep layering it and you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I am so on the opposite end of this. It's not even funny. So this is actually one of the easiest ones for me in the other direction because anything, anything besides me only using hotel toilet paper. And look, I'm in hotels and Airbnbs quite a bit. Yeah. I, it's hell. It ruins not only your experience that day, but also days later. So I am bath. I will bath. I will bathe. I found the most unshocking comment ever from a viewer. Where'd it go? Oh. Of course, Lou Man takes a bath every day. <laughs> <laughs> this adds up, checks out 100%. <laughs> Lou Man takes a bath every day. I, I, I bet you do. So I formulated this question. He says, he says his shower broke down. Well, I, I, I formulated this question while taking a shower and I was like, how awful would it be if I had to start my day by drawing a bath, right? Which you got to turn the water on and wait. And then, as you said, the film afterwards of the bath. But you're still, I mean, you're getting clean, but nah. TP, I don't mess with toilet paper, man, that it will ruin. No, there's, there's your all day. There's a few things you don't go cheap on, and toilet paper is one of them. Like that's, it is the the one. Yeah. I, but again, like baths are disgusting. They also, I don't know actually what the water usage difference is in the shower and bath. You would think that a bath uses more because you're filling the tub up, but showers are running water that's constantly. I, I don't know what the, you know, depending on the time, right? That I don't care about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you don't care about that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can withstand. Yeah, Eric says he showers after his bath. So yes, the bath, I, yes, you have to. If you the bath is the just bath, a relaxation you have to take a method. shower. Yeah, the bath is a relaxation method. But in this scenario, you are not. You're using it to clean. <laughs> no, I, I'm, so I'm I do going, bath every day. Uh, hotel toilet paper. I can make that work. Nobody can make that work. I know. I can make it work. And it also depends on the hotel you're staying at, like MB says. I the mean, worst hotel, Motel Six. You're, you're, or okay, Red you Roof said Inn. hotel. You said you could have said Motel toilet paper. Yeah, but it's insinuated. Of, I mean, no, right? No, it's not hotel. I mean, I didn't tell you. I, I didn't tell you. You could have see again, and this is why I'm here to backdoor. You do this every time, so you could be like, "Well, you didn't tell me I couldn't take a shower after the bath, right?" We just talked about no, no, no. no. Only take baths. The worst that tells toilet exactly. paper. The worst toilet paper. The one ply. And the reason why I didn't put one ply is like, well, then you take one ply and you put it on another ply. And you got three plies. No, you don't try to backdoor your way in there. No, you do this every time. I'm, so no, what I'm telling you is the diagnosing worst, the situation. The worst back. toilet paper, hotel toilet paper imaginable. Again, no showers after baths. I no, you made that very clear. We're the only taking baths, and I again, I sit with my stance on baths are disgusting, and I, so I will do the toilet paper. They injure you. I mean, I feel like I can be competent enough to not injure myself. No, 
toilet paper, that type of toilet paper is, is an in, I mean, it's an injury waiting I mean, to happen. Nick just, you know, fixes it. You can just sh- jump in the shower after using that hotel toilet paper. <laughs> you have That's, that ability. That is within the rules. So I say, I, I stick with my stick. This is the easiest one you ever given me. I, 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 and I go the opposite. No, easy. Actually, I don't know. The, uh, Hat not going against the serial killer chasing you was a pretty easy decision too. No, the well, the easiest one was good news, bad news first. You remember that one? I guess. Would you rather hear the good news first or the bad news? I mean, because you're going to get both regardless. It doesn't matter. That was an internet fail that I blame a website for. But (laughs) take take accountability. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday buck rising live tonight. A to Z sports prime time. So check that out and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for a ton of great training camp content coming starting next week. We are eight days away from camp beginning nine days away from the first practice. So I'm counting down the days. So make you make sure you subscribe right there at our YouTube channel for more Titans coverage. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Appreciate it as always. Adios.